1: I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper, and this is for the players—the pop culture PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games and media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation
0: happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on your on your podcast services of choice, and 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time
1: on the YouTubes. I like I feel very proud every time you do it. Hey Paul, what's going on? I do feel very <laughs> proud every time you, you, you dive in on, on the spiel. But this if you want to join the PlayStation Conversation, head over to Facebook.com slash group slash the Culture's Twitter, Discord, all those links are in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, just like I gave Paul the shout out for, head over to patreon.com slash the Culture. support us at any dollar value. Get yourself a nice little sneaky link where you can watch us record this show live. If you want to support us in a once off fashion, head over to popculture.com. Shop. We can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. We are also on a Twitch, twitch.tv slash thepopculturists. How are you, man? What a mouthful. It is a that <laughs> I, I think that was a nicely condensed <laughs> version. I think I kind of pelted through it. I feel I may have missed something, but I think I might be all right. No, it sounds pretty good. Just on point. How's your week been? Week? Yeah, not too bad. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: just going through the motions now. I've got two weeks left of work. Everyone seems to be already taking their holiday, so... Work's been super cruisy for me, which is awesome. Um, yeah, obviously your son's birthday yesterday was good fun. Yeah,
1: so my son turned three this weekend, uh, which is nice. Uh, so yeah, we had a big shindig for his birthday. He's got himself a couple little toys that he's been doing the rounds on. Like, kind of goes one from one to one to one to one. Uh, got a little cash register. That he's a big fan of.
0: Has he? Has he mastered the reverse yet on the? Uh,
1: no, on the electronic car. No. So he has that, and then he has uh, one of his little motorized. Uh, diggy thingies. Then now it doesn't. The digger part doesn't move, but he just kind of. It has a
0: functioning bucket, but only functions. It's very as a bucket because it's a
1: fucking bucket. Like it doesn't move. <laughs> it's just an actual bucket. Um, so that's fine. And then he's got one of those uh, red and yellow pedal car thingies. Yeah, and loves it because he, ha- he has one at daycare that he and his other, and his friend uh, they just seem to hog them above from everybody else. All I hear about is him and his friend. Do, go going cars, it means they just do laps and if no one else gets to go with the cars. So like obviously he likes it, we should probably get him one. Mm-hmm. Love that. So this morning he came in, um and he, all his presents were inside the shell. And he's like, oh, car! Opened the door and just pushed everything that was inside the car out. And then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's nice. loving, loving that little cash register that we got him as well. So it's kind of a... That um, was given for him, sorry. And so it's a good collection of cool things. But um, it's very... Because uh, we're having a discussion before we started this mm. about our own like mortality. <laughs> uh, and there is nothing that... I've said this before. There is nothing that makes you... Come to turn it like makes you focus on your own mortality like your child mm. like this, is the thing is, you know he's like wow you're you're three fuck like, it doesn't feel like it just doesn't feel like it's been three years and on top of that then it's like well, okay well it's three years and i've I'm, millie and i have been together for like eight years now mm. and then i you know i finished high school you know 12 years ago have hurt.
0: Yeah, well, I had this. I had this conversation with friends this morning. Like, I've been I've been married for three years, but I've been with Ali since I was seventeen. Yeah, and you're like thirty. I'm, I'm thirty next year. Yeah. We got baby number one due in literally three weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, this year has just gone
1: crazy fast. Yeah, it's just that thing because like Facebook memories keeps pumping me up with these old things. It's like, uh, hey, remember this status from eleven years ago? And like, you know, I was working at this job in Melbourne. I was like, oh. And then you, then you remember all those people that you met in that time. You're like, oh, fuck, yeah, you know. I got one of those.
0: It's like, oh, remember remember when you used to work three jobs? And I'm just like, oh, I used to be so good.
1: i <laughs> <laughs> much actually so much a better person. <laughs> yeah, then, I, well, you know, then of course you get reminded with the, all the horrible statuses that you used to make. I'm like delete and delete and delete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very really well. Okay, anything I reshare from memories that the last like three years because prior to that, I was a dumpster fire.
0: Yeah, they were not good.
1: I was not not a very well put together person But uh, We are here to talk games
0: We are What have you been playing this week? Just Star Wars I finished it Finally Yay So I'll chat about that a bit later Um, Other than that Not much
1: Yeah I'm in a similar boat So I uh, I finished up Death Stranding this week Uh, finally got those credits we'll get to once again what what, essentially the topic of this week's episode is just the as the title you probably would have read is just a connection of our final reviews for for star wars and death stranding so i'm about two-thirds of the way through through star wars um so i'm pretty happy to talk about it uh there will be prob there will be mild spoilers enough to sort of hit points we're not going to be like hey, here's the ending but come on paul the way you wasn't that bad what's paul go- yeah today i got a facebook memory from seven years ago that today was the launch day for the wii u I wish i wasn't reminded of that and he seemed really stoked on it in that status too mm. He's
0: really stoked i mean how else were we supposed to play mario maker that's true <laughs>
1: well at the time now the switch oh it's like so <laughs>
0: so good i stole a um one of, well, there's a streamer that i watch and they've come up with a they do a, a thing called friend friday where they play games together and they came up with a their own like kind of mini game for for it mm-hmm. called uh uh bros versus toads so you play online co-op but you team up with the brothers and the toads on a team mm-hmm. and it's just the first team to win so you can only respawn on your teammate and they just play really hard levels and try and beat them with their teammates while killing the other players. <laughs> seems seems really fun. Like half the time, games are just the fun you make them to be.
1: Uh, Paul's also added the only redeeming things about the console are Pikmin Three. I actually quite enjoyed Pikmin Three and Captain Toad Treasure Track, which is on Switch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that way. Yeah, I, I I actually remember. Um, cause this is when I wasn't when I was studying, so I was working part time. Uh, and I remember, two. and I remember going to a midnight launch for it, and it was embarrassing. I that.
0: owned, I owned mine for a week, wow, and then I returned it
1: <laughs> for
0: three copies of Cod Ghosts.
1: <laughs> that's just, is that a worse deal? Is it's, it's not a better deal? I don't
0: think it was a better deal. No, that's a toughie.
1: i don't have an answer for that yeah i'm trying to rack it out like is it a better deal yes no probably not probably not not. not. but yeah outside of like star wars and death stranding i don't think i've played anything else because as i I discussed i may have discussed last week i don't know anymore is my goal for the rest of the year was to get credits on three more things yeah um because i'm currently sitting now with death stranding I'm i'm on credit 15 for the year because uh, you know for those that may not be coming in so my uh my goal for every year is to finish more games that's yep. always the thing so uh, from a couple of years ago when i realized i played 60 something games and i finished two of them i was like all right man i need to be a bit more selective. I, need, I, need to, I need to be more selective i need to get more credits because like i can't justifiably review stuff if i don't see it all the way through now mind you many of these games i played in the past were like half three quarters finished. Yeah, I just never got across the line because something else would come out and I'd have to change it. So now I've changed my, my my tack, I've changed my approach and I'm intentionally trying to finish more games. So with Death Stranding out of the way, my next move was to Star Wars and I'm fucking this close. Yeah, you're pretty close. Uh, and then we'll have Outer Worlds which probably push me up to the rest of the year because there is no major releases for the rest of the year. No,
0: I don't think there's anything until like February or March yeah, at I'm this point. have
1: a quick squiz. There's a couple others that I was gonna try push through because i do collate online or on the list on my phone that's a shopping mm. list get away because
0: um, like i was saying to you earlier so i've got i finish up work on the the 16th of december mm-hmm. and then i've got one week till baby arrives so that one week i'm gonna try and knock over as many games as i possibly yeah. can um i was
1: thinking about rage 2 actually whether i push you know because apparently if you beeline the story, it's like six hours. Oh, yeah. So I've you know put like four into it, I guess. I might be able to...
0: Paul's saying there was one he was big on, but it's embargoed at the moment.
1: Ooh. Ooh I don't know what's coming Sounds out. Sounds juicy.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what's coming out. My, my mind is literally closed off until I think it's like... March when Final Fantasy VII, Cyberpunk, Yeah, I in mean, pretty much the same boat out. there.
1: Because um, what have I got here? Oh, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. I'm pretty cl- tight on... Pretty <laughs> close on that Paul's one. Paul's like, you're wasting your time. Is that for Rage 2 or... Oh, Rage 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... The, look, this is essentially like the trophy hunting aspect, right? And you're like, oh okay, yeah, what can I get an easy platinum on? Like, what can I get an easy credits on? Like, I'm so close. I've already chipped my, most of my way through it. How do I get to the end of it? Same as Man of Medan. Um, I'm pretty i was before i got a review copy now i can't com- comment either way okay i'm confused oh, oh he said so, oh, okay so he was big on it then he played it <laughs> and that's not doing too well it kind of sounds it's like, like right 2 sounds like anthem
0: for me or breakpoint for me or yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah so like my, yeah, my goal is get a couple more credits before the end of the uh See if uh, see if I can get to twenty. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to play any like cheapy, quick, ten minute games or anything just to get there. Like, I'm not doing that platinum approach. It's just more of what have I played to get credits on? Like, it'll be oh, excuse me, me wrapping up what I've finished already. So I think I'm I think I'm sitting at like. No,
0: it's really not translating well through the comments.
1: <laughs> no, you could just tell me in a message, and I won't tell anyone. <laughs> he says on live video <laughs> <laughs> yeah so pretty much I just like wrap up the last couple of things and then we'll yeah. head then I can hopefully head into the into the new year as fresh as possible now there are always, there's always some that transition into 2020 you know the next year's list as I kind of sit in January especially this year January not doing a whole bunch
0: or February or February think. I'm pretty sure there's nothing yeah else. was it,
1: until Last of Us moved like that, my front of the year it's fucking barren yeah yeah. because like,
0: Ubisoft moved all their shit because they're like oh we can't come out with Last of Us and now everyone's just pushed back Yeah, back to where Last like of Avengers Us is Avengers
1: is May or is it March May and then you got Final Fantasy <laughs> message lol alright I'll have a look and see what it is oh yeah cool yeah I know the one yep yeah. he did say it was he did he, well I can't discuss whether we thought about it either way but okay cool now I know what it is so now I have context Cont- well, that makes one of us <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. It's the section we call "Inform the Players," where we tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, as we are approaching the holiday season, there is literally not much happening. Like what I've pulled together is like the the stringiest shit
0: ever. (laughs) Yeah, this is the everything's going on sale if you don't have a console and you want one now. now
1: yeah, I didn't like I didn't put any of the Black Friday stuff on there because by the time this goes up it'll be Monday, so it's like, probably Cyber Monday, I guess. So there may be some deals still out and about. Ps I was super cheap.
0: Yeah, man. Like it's like you, 200 bucks for controllers, the headset, Astrobot, and something else. Yeah, that's a pretty sick it's like, deal. That's a pretty sick
1: deal. <laughs> um oh speaking of my rod, I reached out to uh Harmonix. Oh, For yeah. Audica. Yeah. I haven't heard back yet. <laughs> well, I did it Friday. So it's like... <laughs> the
0: Jesus is as barren as my soul.
1: Oh, poor, poor James. Just tell me about it, man. That <laughs> <laughs> felt so real. Um, yeah, so I might, I might hear back. I might not. If not, I'll just fucking buy it. Because yeah. like, as I said, like, I, I need more VR in my life. So I say I want to buy it, but at the same
0: time, it's coming up to summer and I super don't want to play sweaty VR. Song. Yeah.
1: I would do it while you don't have a kid because now as i've discussed here many many times my when i did do it although i
0: now have a waterproof mat because of my upcoming child that i've dubbed the piss rug yeah that are easy to clean so maybe i can get all sweaty on that that (laughs) because we've got wooden floors so if it gets too hot and sweaty you just it's real dangerous yeah Real dangerous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, yeah
1: you can, you can get like a little rug, and that rug is your safe space in the VR. So that way, if yeah. you know if your foot gets the hardwood, you're like, oh nope, step back. Yeah. Step back.
0: That's actually not a bad idea.
1: That's what we do. So the the rug that we have, or well, we well it used to be further up, closer to the, mm. to the thing. So um, those you might be like, oh nope, no, I've gone too far forwards. So I'm going I'm going to punch a tally in a minute. <laughs> so but now we have a Death Star rug in there. So I may use the Death Star rug as my as my space. to play to
0: play Beat Saber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that's, that's the plan. Alright. I don't know where I was going about VR stuff, but again, oh yeah, back sales. Yeah. Black Friday sales. Did you buy anything Black Friday? Yeah, I bought a watch.
0: <laughs> Got on, <it>, yeah. Is a smart watch, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I bought a bought a smart watch. Yeah, no, I Which isn't here yet.
1: I had this weird thing. Oh, and a baby monitor. Okay, that's a smart purchase. <laughs> this is how like consumerism's fucked, right? So I didn't buy anything for, oh, So like, you
0: had the ultimate savings? Yeah,
1: no, I mean, <laughs> not spending I mean, anything. Yeah, but it was a situation of like, I felt guilty that I didn't.
0: How weird is that? Oh, also the the watch wasn't even on sale for Black Friday. Yeah, so like. Technically, yes, I bought something, but not for a Black yeah. Friday sale.
1: It was, it was interesting. Like, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at all these deals and, you know, like, quote-unquote deals. You're seeing on the social medias, everyone's like, look at this shit that I bought in Black Friday, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I've not bought a fucking thing because just, n- just none of it is doing anything for me. Fuck my beanie off. Because none of it is doing it for me. Like, there is nothing <laughs> in any... Capitalism, baby. In any game that is on sale... I have already owned, played, and/or finished. Mm. I know that 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 is a weird flex, <laughs> not intentional, <laughs> but yeah, it's like okay, well, what is there to win me on? Like I, I don't need a keyboard. This keyboard's fucking great. Like it's just this situ- it Just yeah, it was weird, and I, yeah, and then I felt that weird guilt that I hadn't engaged in a, in this social thing you got FOMO from not buying I them. did I got fucking FOMO <laughs> that's probably the best way to explain it yeah I think I got FOMO <laughs> so now I'm looking I'm like is there something uh Paul says he, I did all my extra shopping and ticked off some things that I've been planning to get for a while a keyboard and a mouse pad smart person you see it's good it's good for stuff like that um mm. you know pre-purchasing Christmas gifts whatnot that's certainly true but like a lot of my family don't have the same interests and as if you're me. A,
0: if you're a mad penny pincher you can buy gift cards on black friday and yeah. get like more value for money because i know i think apple was selling like their hundred dollar gift cards for 80 bucks
1: i did see that i think it was like cole's like through cole's my places. yeah, yeah. um because like, yeah. so in terms of what i would look for my family and my friend on my family i guess it's like well they a lot of the stuff that they would want wouldn't be part of Black mm. like Friday sale so it's like okay and like Millie and I are at a point we're like we don't need any of this shit saying mm. that though I did go to the pop culture website yesterday and they have uh,
0: oh, actually no I lie I did buy Black Friday stuff how much were
1: Bonds underwear and socks that's good purchase <laughs> that's, as, as an adult as a pro- straight up fucking adult now yeah
0: I did the same thing as Paul James I went to catch of the day and bought all the Bond stuff yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So as an adult, like underpants, like in socks. Oh, that's oh, that actually makes me like heart flutter. I'm like, oh, I need to. Do yeah. It. Is, it, is it funny how times change? <laughs> All right. Fuck. Now we're gonna get to the news. Finally. Ten minutes later. <clears throat> uh Blue Point. Just keep hitting shit. Bluepoint, as we know, is working on a high-profile PS5 project, which is widely believed to be a remake of, of Demon Souls. But it is not given anything away with this another, sorry, with another cryptic message that has shared on social media.s The Texas-based dev has uh, has been having a bit of fun lately, penning poems, uh, which includes this one. To classics, we play our blood, sweat, tears, give thanks. To family and fans, eager you stay cheers rekindle flames thanks today feast tomorrow rest soon the beast freed from jest temptation we shun then on to the next we rest to further adorn the genesis an era reborn now of course the latest the latest definitely falls from the into the from software category with references to beasts and flames but there are some people on the interwebs who believe this could actually be a, a, a reference to the legend of dragoon Mm. now I bring this up mostly because Josh is a big <coughs> hard-on for Legend of Dragoon uh, I don't care and I have a big hard-on, for, you're a big Demon hard-on Souls. for Demon's Souls so I thought well if both of you were here you ain't, it would have been awesome yeah um, and it's sort of adding to uh, there was this one they did a little while ago which was a, which an interesting piece to kind of reference like 14 different games in this one post it's very I,
0: I agree with Paul they might
1: announce it at Game Awards in two weeks time Yeah, yeah totally announcing whatever this is at the Game Awards yeah um, and that is the, and, that, and that's kind of where a lot of these things are sitting because there, there are a couple other rumors in this news today because that's pretty much all we're getting at this mm. with um, with the game awards on December 12th and they do have their, their history of reveal trailers maybe we'll get some cool shit yeah um, and like there's one that's come up is that Crash Bandicoot one which I still think is the dumbest shit in the world I know where that can be real um, but I wonder yeah where they're gonna go do you
0: reckon we'll see some Ghosts of Sushi Ghost of Sushi. We'll cuz that's cuz that's just been I oh, like I haven't heard anything about that for mm. ages. And that was supposed to still supposed to be one of their last
1: PS4 titles. Isn't yeah, it? it will be the last PS4 title, but it will probably come out next year. Uh Dragon Baby says jam- Paul James. Paul James is very excited on this one. Um yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It would it would be cool cuz did did Shadow of the Colossus get shown? No, I think it was a state of, I think it was a state of play around game of, Game of Wands. I do <laughs> Paul says they kick Shu out of his job and then then soften the deal by remaking his best work. Ooh, kicking the pain. <laughs> um, next up, no more online. The always online requirement that shipped with Ghost Recon Breakpoint last month has been a thorn in the backside of many of its players, to the point where nearly a third of recent Ubisoft surveys contained responses requesting for its removal. Though he's still playing the game... <laughs> who have now been treated to the title first raid uh, uh, for free, which is nice, are having their thoughts taken into consideration as part of Ubisoft's commitment to fixing and improving the experience. As the new blog post states that the team is investigating whether the requirement can uh, be removed altogether. Fans have been promised more news on the subject in the new year, with the studio saying, quote, due to its scope, the remaining top result will require more investigation. Please look forward for more information on this topic by early next year. End quote. This request is just one of the many uh, one of many the community have asked for, which includes AI teammates, the removal of a gear score, enemy AI improvements, and more story content. Ubisoft is sad to have fixes. Uh, said sorry, not sad. I'm sure they are sad too. Ubisoft is said to have fixes and tweaks coming that will address all of these issues. However, it is clear it's clear that comp- uh, completely scrapping the online needs of the game poses the biggest talk of all to Ubi. While you'll only ever see other players in the experience hubs area when playing the single player portion. These multiplayer-focused roots must clearly dig deeper than what meets the eye. Uh, Paul now, Paul savage. said some shit, and then the, he's like, uh, all five players will be stoked.
0: Look, lately Ubisoft are really taking care of the games lately. Yeah. <clears throat> them, you know, giving them some longevity. I hope, you know, I hope it all works out for the, the, the fans that are enjoying this game. It's definitely not for me.
1: Yeah, so okay, the, the, where I'm coming at with, with Breakpoint is... Uh, I absolutely hated the uh, that shared world moment and that little hub, right? Because when you're out in the world, it feels like you and it's just you and your squad mates. Mm. Then you go here and there's like 80 of you. Like, where the fuck are you? Why aren't you helping me do all this shit? Like, the, the shared world experience is lame. Always online is fucking lame. So to have this removed, although it's not going to change the game in many ways, I think there's a lot of other, um, you know, foundation... Changes that would need to be made in this game to, to make what? it to the standard that it should have been, but maybe removing the online is part of that and what it needs. So that, that social space where you see all the other
0: players, that's just where you kind of pick up your missions and buy, like, yeah. <clears throat> sweet stuff for your guns. Yeah,
1: so it genuinely serves no so purpose. So if they were to shit. just remove
0: the online thing, all it is is what? You just can't see those people there because you're obviously still going to be able to go to that quote unquote yep. spo- social space to buy the things that you want to buy there just
1: won't be anyone else there. that would be perfect that'd be beautiful actually that sounds stunning that instantly gives me a whole other point if i was to review it that would give it an extra point because um, it's, it's it's the difficulty is i would like to play it more but the game actively makes me not well see it's interesting because like
0: i'm <clears throat> I'm a fairly big Destiny player, and I have that suspension of belief. I can see all the Guardians of the Tower when I go back there, but I know they're not out there helping me while I'm doing mm. my missions. Like I get that.
1: Yeah, but you when you do your, you find random people. Yeah, yeah. Right? So in the in the
0: Overworld, when you're kind of just exploring the areas, yeah. So no, yes, are random people. But once you, once you like select a mission or something, that 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 mission is instanced. Mm. like there's no one there but your party
1: that i'm okay with because the because when you're doing that shared world stuff you'll find around people just piss farting around Mm. and like that's the thing but once you leave this hub you don't see shit you see no one so so
0: the 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 whole island of of breakpoint is instance but that one point correct
1: (laughs) correct so it's really jarring now i'm like i know I know Paul has a copy of the game and we're supposed to play it together and we have but
0: it. But could you imagine how crazy it would be if if you like walk outside and there's just like helicopters and shit flying around with random people in it? Within minor context, it would be great. Like look at... look at um, Like that would have to remove so much like uh, friendly fire to a degree. Because well, like could you imagine... You like, don't have friendly like, fire, like, fire anywhere. Yeah, I know, well... Don't you? I don't think so. Because, like, if they could blow up your staff... Like, imagine just... It'd be like GTA Online.
1: Mm. There'd be some arsehole just sh- flying around... Just destroying But, the, the yeah, with GTA, the game's built that way. Yeah. It's a little bit different here. I get that. So, the idea of the social space here in Breakpoint... Was, presumably, you come here... And you find people that, will want, um, that need to do missions. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was jarring. Because
0: I, I played the beta with you... And I'm like, where the hell did all these people come from? Yeah. I thought this was a... Not this.
1: Because I think, the, yeah, the, the incentive and the idea is... For them to be like, hey anyone want to do this mission all right jumping with me that's boot like that's kind of where they're going at here however when i go into that space like i don't I talk to anyone i just mute everyone yeah at the time for this mm-hmm. and and even then like well I'm like well who are the friends i can play with but all my friends that have played it don't play it anymore um paul's, uh, paul's, paul's d- Paul willing to chat, go we can we can still stream it let's we can still can let's start to stream it then declare that shit and play a better ubi game like any of them <laughs> Um, look it's still getting supported which is cool um, Ubisoft do have that as you mentioned that like the ability to support games longer than their release window or at least you know, yeah release window I guess mm. um, and that's positive where the, there, I as I said there are so many things broken about this game and how it's delivered that I don't it, think it's,
0: it's a shame that with the launch of with how questionable the launch of Wildlands was and then it got better over time it's interesting that they seem to be making the same mistakes again with Breakpoint they're kind of I know Bungie mm. did it with Destiny like Destiny started bad then they released a expansion that made the whole thing great and then Destiny 2 came out and they went back to all this horrible stuff they took out everything that everyone liked about the game and then once that that big forsaken dropped it's like everything's better again like just you've had this experience before you should learn from your yeah, the, the
1: big difference here like the big problem with this is the microtransactions, right that is the big issue here and that's the the big like elephant in the room around breakpoint mm. because you can almost buy your way through it yeah and that's the problem here and with wildlands there were purchasables yet it was there but you in saying but, but in
0: saying that having microtransactions in your game doesn't mean it has to be a shared world experience Mm, exactly like they can still sell you shit with no one else being there exactly they're gonna sell you less shit because you're not gonna be able to see other people with their awesome swag that they've bought and then you're going oh man that looks cool I want that so they go to the store and buy it
1: see that's the other thing like uh, this is not dismissing that but I don't understand that the the appeal of being like I want my character like oh my god you have such a cool emo I want it I'm like I don't fucking care But i think that's my approach is differently because you've said you've said in the past you've been like oh i see that and then you want it
0: yeah that's pretty rad i mean i still don't i very rarely spend money on cosmetic items in games Mm. unless they're like real dope see it's the same it's the same market. but then that's me going to the store and browsing through it and going that looks cool i'll buy it not yeah. seeing someone else go "Oh, that looks cool i might i might track
1: that down yeah it's the exact same attitude i have toward pop vinyls which are behind me if you can see pop vinyls suck unless they're the ones i like <laughs> and which is south park and the giant slime bob one and there's i think i've got i've got uh becky lynch down there you yeah, mean it's one of those things like they, you know they suck and then you throw money at them you know, yep. that's that thing that's how they get you <clears throat> um now speaking of pop vinyls I do have a couple Batman ones in, in the lounge room as well uh bad segue Batman rumors ow my shoulder just clicked and really hurt Uh, a little earlier this year wb games montreal uh, got everyone all excited about a possible new batman title uh this game which was all but confirmed following pretty blatant teasers is said to be named batman arkham legacy now i've previously heard about one called batman arkham insurgency like yay back um but i don't know i guess that one got scrapped by the sounds Uh, um will allegedly focus on the court of owls uh and it's does sound pretty interesting, but there aren't any real details to go on just yet. However, word on the street is that an official, announcement, an official announcement is right around the corner. A rumor suggests that this new Batman game is likely to make an appearance at the Game Awards. While well, not based on anything concrete, <laughs> we've seen many people push uh, this. This article come from Push Square. We've seen many people push this idea with some claiming to have reliable sources. And we think there's finally a good chance we'll see the Cape Crusader at Jeff Keighley Shindig. Um, we think that's a fairly good chance we'll see the Cape Crusader. Oh, I've read that part. Uh, it is mostly he- hearsay though, whatever, whatever. How would you be around seeing another uh, Arkham game? Uh, I love the Arkham games. Yeah. I'd be down for another one. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I agree. Uh, I love... Arkham
0: Knight was a bit too tank heavy. Yes. All, all of that was frustrating to me
1: i don't have a lot of fond memories around arkham origins um i remember hating it at the time but everyone i've spoken to like all the parts i remember disliking a lot of commentary around the game has been like look it's not as bad as you remember mm. I'm like really i don't know like i may have to check it out but the real thing i want from wb is where's that fucking harry potter game that we saw yeah. We saw that trailer. Where is it? Where my Harry Potter at? Because they showed that at no it wasn't that that was not straight was up leak yeah it was leaked it wasn't and that. it awesome it anyway. and hopefully that's what rocksteady are doing but we cannot confirm that because <laughs> you know because this is wb montreal here we're not talking rocksteady's arkham here this isn't that same universal origins bit of a side story uh paul in the chat says once again similar to the blue point news a reveal at the game awards makes sense given the teasing that's correct and he said don't spill Ill, spill Ill, speak ill of origins exactly so that's my point i remember fucking hating it Well, actually Spoilers for a game that was on the PS3. I hated, hated the fucking twist. You know the whole like it's Black Mask. I'm like sick. Finally, a story that isn't about the always oh, the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> like there like there are some things about Batman, and it's, it's a situation of like it's always the Joker, always. And every time they, every time you think it may not be the Joker, fuck you, it's the Joker. And I was really hoping Origins wouldn't do that, but they did. I'd mean, mad. Mm. We'll get to something similar to that later. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. <laughs> but yeah, it is. I would say it's very. It is very likely. Um. Well, certainly. It's certainly possible. Everything is possible. But yeah, because they teased this a while back, didn't they? Yeah. Well, once again, it's it, as said, because we are in that quiet period, it is very possible that um you know maybe the Keely's the been like look here's some fucking please tell me please tell me things this is a long one and just because I think there's a couple of things that happened this week around cyberpunk that are worth talking about uh, once again everything that we every, every bit of news that we pull always come from push square so big shout out to push square because we're lazy and I don't look around the internet I just go to push square because they, they deliver solely playstation shit makes my life really easy uh it would appear that Cyberpunk 20 2077 is still on course for its 16th april 2020 release date uh reveal uh which revealed earlier wait what Okay, I've mis- I copied and pasted this wrong. It would appear that Cyberpunk 2077 is still on course for its 16th of April 2020 release. Uh, revealed in a CD Projekt Resolator's financial documents for investors, the upcoming role RPG is closing in on its gold status. The company notes Cyberpunk's, quote, final most intensive pre-release stage, end quote, as a main reason for its increased expenditure in the third quarter of 2019. In other words, the developers really knuckling down to get the game finished ahead of its launch next year. It's unclear how long this final stage is set to be, although uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is a huge project, and while the document does go into some detail, it references localization efforts and soundtrack recordings, it is still a reasonably vague statement on the game's development, where it's sitting at. Um, before we do any further, now you're a bit of a hard-on for Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, don't you?
0: Uh, yeah, CD, CDPR make fantastic games. Obviously, they made The Witches. Mm. Amazing games. I'm super keen for this. Um... But CDPR have a tendency of doing the we will release our games when we're ready, and that's it, and it's the end of the story so <clears throat> I, d-
1: I do appreciate that level of respect to the to the art of making mm. the game and I'm happy with that like I don't see them changing the date anytime soon because they do mention uh, about PS5 uh, and they said look it's it could be on the cards but it's not within the launch window mm. so they're, they're, they have no current plans to bring it to next gen because in theory this time next year we're playing PS5 yeah, mm. I hope so because you know with presumably November or october even it's now december they're in hands like it is in it would this time next year it would be in the wild oh yeah so like obviously they have no plans that's what everyone's buying next black friday oh man yeah big big (laughs) black friday sales um on that same financial call the company answered a number of questions about uh put forth by shareholders on and one such question was whether cypunk 27 multiplayer mode was still a thing which they did confirm that had been in development. Uh, that they've said that it will feature in-game. Mu- hey, I missed out the What? So sorry. I'm just, I'm just reading. <laughs> Paul James. We'll know still. more. Oh, so Jeff, uh, adding to information on WB, Jeff will have had a lockdown since mid-year la- at least. Um, this was the case in Mortal Kombat 11, and that's also WB. Yep. Uh, we'll know more in January slash February. Wink, wink. A bold ass prediction. How the fuck does Paul know? like all the things that Paul's know I know <laughs> like where the fuck are you pulling that from Paul um, uh, sorry I'll start that again so on the same financial call the company answered a number of questions put forth by shareholders one such question asked whether Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer mode which has been confirmed to be in development uh, will feature in-game monetization however CD Projekt Red didn't answer with its usual hard no quote <coughs> as far as the monetization of multiplayer for Cyberpunk is concerned we believe right now it's definitely too early to share any details on that or give guidance the project is in a relatively early stage. Uh, joint CEO Adam Kaczynski, I'm gonna go with that, said, as mentioned, this quote "What uh, has led to wave outrage before anyone rants and raves about CD Projekt Red Lion and consumers. We think that it's important to contextualize the situation. Again, this is an answer that's aimed towards shareholders. If Kaczynski can offer a yes or no answer, be, uh, cannot offer a yes or no answer because the multiplayer mode is still in an embryonic state, then that's that. He's got no real choice but to dance around the subject. While it's easy to cast a cynical eye over the quote, it's clearly too early to jump to any conclusions. Besides, uh, besides, it's not like Multiplayer is launching with the game in April 2020 anyway, and they have said it numerous times that it wants to deliver a full single player experience before they focus on Multiplayer. Uh, no, you don't, buddy. We'll talk that. Oh shit. And Jan Fibrace Cyberpunk. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking PlayStation. I'm like, what the fuck? You, no, you, no. We, you and I would know
0: literally the same thing. N- no, no, no. I we I was following with the the cyberpunk using Jan Fab. I wasn't, but oh uh, okay. We're, gonna have to, well, we're, we're definitely gonna have
1: to not learning any new shit about No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh and lastly, posted by user Shavod and reported on by Video Game Chronicle, uh, the Polish team supposedly claiming that whilst Cyberpunk 2077, oh, that was about the length. Sorry, before we jump into that. Um, one thing they also talked about this week was a bit of controversy with Cyberpunk was uh, the micro- the elusive microtransactions, right? So they, I think the the statement that they used was more around the idea of there will be purchasables mm. and I, they, or there will be downloadable content. Now, for the guys at CD Projekt Red, downloadable content could simply be more expansions in the same vein of Blood and Wine and whatever. Yeah, they were 3. they were pretty heavy. And they expansions were fucking too. They huge, were huge expansions.
0: Um. But again in in for, for like if it's for multiplayer I can see them selling skins and stuff like mm. that because that's what multiplayer games do.
1: Yeah yeah that's certainly true like that is part of it and at when the end of the do. day if they
0: put microtransactions in the game it doesn't mean you have to spend money on it yeah
1: and like that is yeah that's, that's because that's my stance but it's also uh, a un, somewhat unfair stance in some ways
0: I don't know my stance has always been if people want to spend money on shit that they want to spend money on why can't they spend their money on
1: it yeah that, that's true free market right you know, so my, my you issue
0: is when people spend money on a chance to get the thing that they might possibly want
1: that's my Bam. issue yeah um, final part, we'll do it big wrap up on, on chats on that. Supposedly by user of the report on uh, by Video Games Chronicle, the Polish team supposedly claimed that while Cyberpunk 2077 will be slightly shorter than the, the than Geralt of Rivia's third adventure, it will be much more replayable. A reason for that wasn't given, but we re, but they believe that this has something to do with the numerous life paths you can choose to follow at the beginning of the game. Although side quests are said to be much more in depth this time around. The developers at CD Projekt Red uh supposedly compared the, the optional objective of The Witcher 3 to a single line with a few branches that stick out with cyberpunk 2077s there'll be uh sevens that will be have branches that grow extra branches thus leading to even more side quests of course these quotes have come have not come from an official source um are you in so even though with this information aside are you on the hype train for cyberpunk yeah you
0: are i have been for a while um i've played the pen and paper rpg so this this is you know cool i love this um i love cdpr's work mm-hmm. they make fantastic games yes, they do um and it, it just from seeing what we've seen it looks like a like a world that i would like to to get to know
1: yeah look uh, and i agree with that the 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 selling of the world looks very rad the, the idea of all these augmentations and mm. whatnot because I've, I've never really dived into you know, sort of cyberpunk like Deus Ex. Have you played Deus Ex? No, no, I haven't. Like, no, I've, not, I've never played any Deus Ex. I, I'm not really into that. Like, cause I know there's some good uh, like animes and shit around uh, that cyberpunky style, mm. but it's not for me. I've it's never really caught my interest. So I, I'm interested in this game as anyone that's interested in games. Yeah, I'm like, there, there's enough hype and interest around this that it should capture my attention yeah um and you know cd project red even though i personally didn't enjoy the witcher as much as everybody else i felt that the game got real fucking heavy real fast and as in like i would open the menu and say Bruh, there's all these things I'm like i don't have time for this
0: yeah Witcher was long yeah was and long.
1: on top of that like it had it was it was that high fantasy i guess which is more deeper gnarlier kind of fantasy yeah. and i'm like I don't have the brain power to to, to take in all this lore Mm. I think I may may have played it at a bad time too so I I, I, I might try again for like the fifth time but yeah I just I couldn't get into it saying that my stepfather did yeah he loved it he put like 150 hours in that motherfucker so like there's obviously something that's grabbing people there and maybe I've just not pushed into that yet it's very possible very possible uh final bit of news PS Plus games uh, for December have been announced. It is Titanfall two, and in case you want some more monster energy drink in your life, Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game. Titanfall two is a good pick. Titanfall two is great. Fan,
0: one of the best campaign shooters, shooter campaigns ever.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, six quick bits. Uh, editor at the Verge states the Xbox Scholar Dev Kit is quote nowhere near final and quote hard, hardly anyone has them. Interesting. It's probably not good. That can't be good. That really can't be. Yeah, Because Sony's
0: have been rumored to be out in the wild for, for quite a some time now.
1: Yeah. And there's further further confirmation this week of uh images of the actual well, kit itself. Yeah. Um But I think the if
0: correct me if I'm wrong here, I didn't isn't the architecture between PS4 and PS five Changing a lot more than what Xbox will 2 Yes, only Xbox.
1: because the jump from Xbox One X to Scarlet will be smaller. Yeah, because because the Xbox well, One X was so staggeringly higher than the Pro, even like the jump there is yeah. instantly going to be larger. Because um, yeah, One X is incredible power of console, like that cannot be argued. Um, so when they move to one of the next gen, is say, say PS Five and and Xbox Scarlet are literally at the same point in tech power when they drop yeah. next year it's just the smaller it's d- a smaller differentiate, for, yeah. differ, different different inch different what a difference what I want to go with that um but it's super weird that no one has them super fucking weird it can't be good um cuz you know dev with a game with a console that's a year away presumably devs cannot be just like oh we got 6 months before release that's maybe see if it works on the new hardware fuck no what is this uh, if you're a player of Man of Medan uh, over the week uh, if you already purchased it or purchased it before the 6th of January you get yourself a free friend pass Ooh! you can pass it on to a buddy and you guys can play uh, the shared multiplayer experience that's cool which is pretty rad uh, Beat Games the creators of Beat Sabers got, recently got acquired by Facebook hmm no mm. I don't want
0: to see their games become exclusives yeah it's gonna be a problem that, that's like my main that's my only issue I just don't want to see them become exclusive to the, to the is it Oculus, Oculus. Set Facebook owned? Yeah. yeah I just don't want yeah the that. VR space is small enough it doesn't need exclusives
1: Saying that, it doesn't have a ton of exclusives and so does PC though <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is quote the fastest selling digital launch for an extra Star Wars game ever that's right anytime that you want to go for the uh, uh, some sort of record to make it as specific as possible no one can argue uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remasters are being rumoured. Uh, and a bunch of Cairo soft titles are coming to the PS4. Uh, do you know what the Cairo soft titles are?
2: Mm, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. All right, Cairo soft titles are those these rad little games you can get on your mobile. There's like one called Game Dev Story. story there's Grand Prix Story. Okay. All the games are very similar. Like they're, they're all these very little like sort of just management games. Yep. I have... Sick, four all of them, uh, five know, of them on I my have phone. All of them. I have five of them on my phone that I haven't played in a while, but I would sit there and say, and they're so much fun. Uh, and if I can get them on a console with some trophies, I'm in. With some trophies. I, I love how I'm slanging trophies like I've been doing it this whole time. Totally haven't. <laughs> this year is the only year I've really given a shit about trophies. And even then, it's not even the whole year. Mm. So here I am just adopting slang that no one else uses. Go me. I just calls them trophies because I'm not a weirdo. But anyway, that brings us to the main topic of the conversation, where you and I, Max, we will chat to the players about Death Stranding and about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And as we said, spoilers, ladies and gentlemen, they won't be full-blown spoilers, but they'll be very hard, low to mid spoilers. Start with you, Max. Now we we touched on our first impressions for Star Wars a little bit ago yeah my last week week before um so you said so you've now finished how, how many how long did you spend with it i think it took me about 20 hours that's not too bad
0: um i haven't explored as much so i noticed watching you play just before we started this you had a lot more stimpaks than i did mm.
1: <laughs> i can't just get distracted and wander off
0: i think i finished the game with three stimpaks so i found one extra i'm on six yeah thanks so i was playing I was playing on the second hardest difficulty mm-hmm. and I got to a point where I was getting frustrated and I checked my trophy list and... Right. Thanks for coming, Paul. Paul's bouncing out because of the hard spoilers. <laughs> and there is no trophies for difficulty,
1: so mm-hmm. I just dropped that bad boy down. Same. When, once you <laughs> told me that, I was like, what? Story mode. Like, I, I, granted, I wasn't even playing on like the hard one. I was playing on uh, the second one, which is like Jedi Knight or yeah,
0: whatever. So it, it got to the point where I'm like, I kind of want to just finish this game. I'm going to drop it down in difficulty. And I pushed through it. Um,
1: How are you finding it? Like, how would you find it? Sorry.
0: So, what brought me... uh, I think I touched on this last week or the week before when we did our first impressions. What brought me into this game was the gameplay style. Um, I do enjoy Star Wars games, but I wouldn't classify myself as a Star Wars guy. I've seen Mm -hmm. most of the movies, but that's the extent of my knowledge. Um, So, I was keen to see a story that did not revolve around the skywalkers Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that's my big stance about everything star wars like can we not involve the skywalkers Uh,
0: It was really nice um the story was pretty good it kept me going through the can be going through it uh the areas were really nice to explore i had some issues with jank platforming i had some issues with texture pop in and out at one point i fell completely through the map which I sent you the video of, which was quite amusing. I was falling for about two minutes before the game realized I fell off the map and it put me back to where I was. And then all the textures popped in. It was really weird. Quite jarring. <laughs> um, the gameplay, like the combat, is fantastic. If you're looking for nice lightsaber combat, um, they really stuck to their guns with just having a melee weapon. It was nice not being able to like just switch out and shoot people. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, you do get lightsaber throw eventually I personally didn't use it I never unlocked it I was all about that uh, up in your face up in your face uh, the boss bo- the boss fights were pretty cool each had their own kind of unique um, rhythm dance mm. to it it was quite fun and then there, um, it obviously had it's metroidvania moments where you would get to a point in the map and it's like hey man you can't go any further you gotta go somewhere else get this certain thing come back later so that was alright you know it, it rewarded exploration gameplay was fun and what ruined it for me was the end <laughs> <laughs> but I was really enjoying it to up until the end point
1: uh, look I'm in a similar in similar space to where I'm, where I'm at right now so I just have about two, or two three quarters of the way through mm. two thirds three quarters of the way through um I do also. I do. I also believe that the the, the gameplay is very tight. I, uh, I I'm getting enough of the Dark Souls uh, taste without the punishment, without the punishment, without without the uh, restrictions that come with that. Because like yep. when I say restrictions, I mean as in Dark Souls will obliterate you if you slightly fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And I fuck up all the time because I'm not good at games.
0: Well, the, the main thing, I, and I said this to you before we started the show, the main thing that I enjoyed was if you fall off the map, you lose a little fragment of your health and it respawns you right where you fall yeah. off. In Dark Souls, you fall off the map, you're completely dead. And yeah. you're back at the start.
1: And because like, the amount of time I just get booted off by something, I'm like, fuck this. And then I'm right back there. Or and it's not even right back at the beginning of the instance. Like, you just come straight back. So mm. the enemies are still there. Now, granted, that does cause some problems as well. So depending on where you land back, if I may just go and then quick you right off again. Uh, it happens very infrequently, but it's happened once, twice.
0: So there, there's issues with um, areas, sloped areas that you automatically slide down mm-hmm. and then have to jump onto a onto a swinging rope. If you're not like precisely on that rope, you're not going to grab it. You'll fall and die. Every time. And that would be very frustrating if it fully killed you and you had to restart. Yes. Now, granted, once you get force pull. You never ever miss a rope because you can pull them from like miles away.
1: Yeah, and that so that adds to the original (laughs) your point before about like just janky platforming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, because he he doesn't feel float. There is some weight to the of of Mm Cal, but sometimes when you're trying to do certain things, it never quite really works. So as you mentioned, like if you're trying to jump to get to a rope to swing across a gap, the amount of times where I'm like I'm lined up on that rope and I just and I jump and I just go right past it. (laughs) <laughs> like you, you don't have to initiate a grab it, it's it's just done automatically mm. right but the amount of times just wouldn't click I'm like huh! fall to my death it yeah. happened a lot now i didn't fall through the world or anything like <laughs> like you did but i have had similar problems with the fundamentals of the game so i've had incredible amounts of pop in i've come into a section to see nothing but t-posing enemies i've come into a section where you just see a creature just sliding without moving any of his limbs and he goes oh yeah <laughs> and starts doing stuff there's been sections where i've ran into an area and they stay in like when i say t- like t-pose as in like they're ready to go and they haven't Triggered that I'm there Yeah Saying that though There's been times Where I've cleared out a space I've standing there And I just happen to turn around And They're all back Like it's very weird Little moments of just Hop And everyone's back Yeah So it's almost like There's this line Because Originally we well, sorry report supposedly with the setup of uh, Fallen Order it's supposed to have the same idea as Dark Souls as in you clear an area they don't come back until you go to a thing and respawn or whatever right Yeah. so I cleared the area and yeah and then I came back through it later no respawn and they were all there like every other area didn't have anyone but some randomly this place did and like not, if it's not the story like these guys were in the exact same spot it's almost like I went into the other room turned back around and they were still there hmm, so was, the game didn't register that I'd taken them out um, yeah, pop in is horrid all the time, not all the time, but a lot, especially when you're in the, in the customization menu for the ship or your, your costume or BD1, which is your little robot. Every time it's like, you know, you look at the other color and it's like, oh, oh there it is. And I'm like, I look at it and I'm like, is that all the way popped in? Yeah. The amount of time I sit there and I go, I don't think that's fully all the way through. The Wookiees look like. Uh, Wookiees look like asshole. <laughs> they look so bad. Um, they all look, they look gaunt and just like thin and gross. And I understand like they kind of nailed the anatomy of a Wookiee correctly, but like the hair doesn't quite look like hair. It really does look like low texture grass just mapped to a like a, yeah. a frame. And like that's the problem, especially as you spend so much time on Kashyyyk, and the fact, and on top of that, the fact that they are pretty much the only initially I'm not with the end game here characters that are fit within the Star Wars universe to have them look so poorly is very shame. Mm. Like it's a situation of like if we if we went to you know, the the Wookiees are one of the most well-known fucking creatures within the Star Wars universe, so I understand why they took you to Kashyyyk, because Kashyyyk is cool, and it's in the Force Unleashed, and the Force Unleashed Wookiees look better, so, but, like, why would they not put some effort, put more effort into having them look killer, so when you go to, like, I don't know, fucking Zepho, a planet that literally never existed before, like, there are things there that look immaculate. It's like, well, wouldn't you want to what what already exists to look up to that standard? Because um, like when you, there are creatures like the friend at the start of the game, Prof, whatever his name is, you meet him once, and he looks brilliant, and you never see him again. Yeah. So um, other stuff that
0: I enjoyed uh, was the the banter of the stormtroopers when they're yeah. they're fighting you. Like that was a moment where they were standing up on a ledge. And they literally call down to me, "Don't try it. We have the high ground." Yep. And then I was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm killing you." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I really enjoy the panic that comes in when you bring them down. So as in, if you have a group of six of them and you take like five of them out, and then like the guys, like guys, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, mm-hmm. or we have two left, and you see me like, oh fuck, and they're like, oh fuck, and like they're kind of like the bount- like you can see you, it's almost like they have yeah. an anxiety level within them, and as they play, as you start taking out their their squad, they get i don't find i'm not sure whether they get more erratic or anything in terms of their behavior once i've seen them like try to start running away and stumble and fall and yep. but i've never really seen them change their behavior because of that it's just it, even if it's just the sound clips that are yeah that are noticeable um what else i want to talk about well the one thing because you said the one thing that really bummed you out was the story at the end right? yeah the ending kind of didn't have the payoff that i really wanted yeah so you're not a star wars fan either no, so because I,
0: yeah, so my like I said earlier, my my Star Wars knowledge is very limited. I would love to hear the opinion of someone who was like a super fan that mm-hmm. kind of was deep into the lore to see how the, what their thoughts of the ending was. But to me, it seemed kind of it, it seemed odd.
1: Mm. It seemed odd. Odd in what way? Like, as you did, you feel like let down? Oh yeah, la- was, it was lacking information. I was no, I was just let down. To- it kind of seemed. Like Point it had, lines. it was reaching at strings that you didn't know existed because it's like referencing other law. Like no, it wasn't. It
0: wasn't anything like it was referencing stuff that I didn't understand. It was more of it. Kind of made me question why, why.
1: So it's cha- it, it's one of those endings that changes the motivations of everything. Yeah. Ah. Okay. I was kind of like, well, why, why, why do this? Because like for me, playing it now, the story is not driving me. Mm. What well, is because it makes me move to the next location, but. Mm. I, I have no interest in Sir, Sarah, Sia. Sia, which is the chick from Wolfenstein. So her, her story is actually really cool. Yeah, you know, as it stands it go, right goes now. goes
0: into, you know, why... Why her her um apprentice
1: is the way she is? Sorry, spoilers. You find very quickly. Well, let me to touch on spoilers early on. You find out that she was previously Jedi that's cut herself off from the Force. She had a, a Padawan, whatever, whatever, right? Yep. So you start to hear more about her story around why she separated from the Force. What like what, we'll, we'll, her go, we'll go back
0: even further. So this game is set between Episode Three and Four. Correct. So right around the the Order sixty six time.
1: Mm-hmm. -hmm. So that's why why Cal's in hiding. So during Order sixty six, he managed to escape, and now he's hiding on a scrap planet, being a nobody, so we can get it survive.
0: Um, So so yeah. So Sears' story is quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a nice resolution. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's there's a character that shows up that I kind of wish didn't, Mm -hmm. because obviously I mentioned before, you know, I like. But what brought me in was the fact that it was a story outside of the, the Skywalker universe.
1: Yeah, so you know what someone from the movies.
0: And then yeah, someone from the movies rocks up, and that yeah. kind of went.
1: Well, saying that though, because earlier on we we see Saw Gerrera, who is a character we see in Rogue One, so there mm. is a reference to the uh, Star Wars movies here. But the best thing about Rogue One is that almost nothing to do with the Star Wars, you know, it's not Star Wars, nothing to do with the Skywalker's until kind of the end there as yep. well. So uh, seeing Saw Gerrera was cool because it, it shows uh, a the lot other people exist in this universe. <laughs> yes, it shows other people exist, and it kind of connects it to the main canon. And in a, in a subtler way, yeah. Because you're like, because oh, if you hadn't seen Rogue One or you kind of don't remember their names, you're like, that's the guy that Forrest Whitaker played, mm. um, and you know he was a leader of the of a, like a rebellion or a resistance, sort of in that early days after uh, after the Clone Wars. So. Even because even in Rogue One, he's a semi-side character. He's not massive, yeah. so having him here is not even a throwaway. It's kind of this very cool little thing. It's a, but it's enough to go, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so if that, that Grease who's the other character in, in, in the is Mantis. Cool. Don't care for him. I don't find him funny. I Don't really find him entertaining. Um, there's not none of that is landing for me like i'm enjoying cal but like also nothing about him is super endearing yeah i
0: think my favorite companion is a companion that you haven't met yet it's one that you get very late in the game and they're
1: fantastic i really enjoy them yeah so because there is a trophy they they bring an interesting they
0: they bring an interesting dynamic to Mm. the squad now
1: apparently i did find a companion like i found some little like corgi looking thing and like you're the per- first like boffin me or whatever i am yeah it's like hey you're new companion i'm like who the fuck are you well i guess like i haven't seen i haven't seen them since yeah um yeah so like that part bumps like kind of bums me out that there's no real characters like even even like the, the 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 villains the sisters or whatever mm. they don't even seem so uh like, cause every, when you do bump into the second sister, which you know we've come, her character when you speak with her, she's fr- it's almost like she delivers in almost like an always monologue way, and I don't like I understand like they're like, hey, you know, she's evil and she has class and she stands and she talks like mm. this, and I'm like lame because they're the the inquisitors, yeah, and like that's not it doesn't the, land the, je- the Jedi yeah. hunters or whatever, yeah, so, right, yeah, so yeah. their job is to go out and hunt a bunch of Jedi, the anime of stragglers from Order Sixty Six um it that doesn't land with me personally because it, I, i'm not feeling any character saying that though where i'm you know there is some story around this particular particular woman and even then when i found it i'm like okay cool. there's hints of stuff there mm. but i'm not getting that connection now you said there's a nice wrap-up on some stories here yeah that i haven't seen yet so i'm sure this will come into play the, the more that i that i gather yeah. up so there is another character the ninth sister which is this big yellow fucking horn character that you find it's almost like the assistant to the second sister. you fight them as a boss but even then there's like the shit they come out and say it's just blame and it's not entertain- it's not very good like in inter- like i i'm not saying the game is the story's bad because certainly good like i've never been like uh and there's enough to keep you moving forward, but I'm there's not there is nothing about it that has me a hundred percent in.
0: It's not blowing up your skirt.
1: It's yeah, it's not it's not getting me damp, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just not it's not yeah, yeah, so
0: that was that was the other reason why I dropped it down. I'm like I kind of want to just speed through this yeah. t- at this point. Because the so, load
1: times back back to hardware problems. The load times are horrendous in this game. Yeah. And for a game that is designed to be hard and therefore you will die more frequently, don't have like 30 second load screens. It's painful. Painful.
0: Yeah. I remember that on um bloodborne bubble was the same thing it used to die and took two two minutes to respawn yeah and then they patched that right out real yeah quick.
1: <laughs> and there are patches coming out there has already one gone live it's like 1.04 yeah. i think for, for but i don't know what it addresses i haven't looked at it no
0: i'm the same i but, haven't
1: looked at it oh excuse me I'm running so hard and running out of oxygen um yeah so like that part that's got to be changed like fucking fast because, as I said, once I realised there's no trophies required for difficulty, mm. there's no incentive for me to play anything higher than story mode. I'm playing story mode.
0: Yeah. So the other thing that really kind of bummed me out a little bit was the lack of force powers. Yes. Now I don't know about everyone else, but when I play a Star Wars game, I you know want to be a Jedi. I want to use the force. Want as much access to that
1: as possible. Mm-hmm. Now f- you get three three skills. Three force skills. Three, well, yeah, three. So, yeah, you get uh, time, time stoppage. Okay, four, four. Sorry. So yep. you get time stoppage. Uh, well, individual time stoppage. You get push, pull, and jump.
0: Yep. That's four. Yep. So you, get, yep, and wall running, but that's not really.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, if, if if jumping counts, yeah, so wall running.
0: So so double jump. You get a double jump. Or a giant and, flip, um, as they call it. Yeah, I, I felt like I needed more. Like, obviously, you're playing a very good character, so you obviously you wouldn't have access to, like, the Force Lightning, the Force Grip, like, you choke someone out, all that stuff, all that fun stuff. I get that. But then, I guess, in the other sense, of the of the good side of the Force, what, you know... I guess Jedi mind trick, you could be like, hey, I don't want to fight these guys. Maybe just do the whole... Yeah. I'm not the droid you're looking for, and you just bail. So it makes me
1: think of like Jedi Academy. So yeah, they had push, pull, jump, speed. speed sight, heal. Yeah. Um, Healing would have been cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I guess
1: that... Would but that, just but taken that, that, the that also negates the stims yeah. and removes a big hunk. Because... Spoilers, you don't be a Sith
0: at all <laughs>
1: there is no sithy behavior as far yeah. as i'm aware of correct yeah correct so you, you can't even get a red saber so like the, it's not telling until your sex any your footsies it's sweet <laughs> like you don't get you don't get to go down that evil storyline so no. so you're not going to get forced lightning you're not going to get like
0: no force drain no force grip yeah none of that stuff none of that which course, is
1: fine yeah. like tell that story the way you want to tell it and if you want to tell it as a good guy i want to hear a good guy story that's fine um but yeah, okay. and then what else could they get? Like four speed would have been cool, like but I guess you
0: kind of get four speed by slowing the enemies down, in yeah. a way.
1: I'm like, I'd, yeah, and as you, yeah, as you progress, and with, further, and with how the, sl- slow down more, more than one person, and with I how jank so. some
0: of the traversal and the platforming was, it would be much worse yeah, if you were true. moving faster. So, I mean, I guess it's just an, an empty complaint, but something that i would have liked more of
1: yeah the, yeah the difficulty for that for me would be what else would i want to add mm. like i could say like i wish i more force powers like which ones do you want I'm Like, Ooh.
0: i super would have loved jedi mantra yeah like that would have been good i also really disliked the fact that i had to kill people to get force to yeah. fill my force meter. that seemed very like not the jedi way uh,
1: very much so <laughs> uh because that yeah Speaking into your jedi mind trick though because like even when you fight like those big ogre looking motherfuckers if you just be like and then like say for three seconds there's no aggro yeah so you just leg it because as a you know, as a jedi although you are a skilled warrior you are peacekeepers that mm. work you know if you, if you if you look back at episode one the phantom menace shut up um <laughs> their role at that point were peacekeepers yeah it wasn't until shit started happening now the big difference here is you know you set between three and four therefore the Jedi are the enemy and everyone's trying to shun them out so instantly people are going to be hostile towards you like that's one way of getting around this constant need for combat um but yeah we would be able to like go yeah so you can kind of sneak your way and then, hey! and then they, you know you're not, it's not saying you could, they, they leave you alone completely but yeah three seconds of aggro stoppage would be awesome yeah um because the, the the big things that this game gets compared to is Dark Souls for its combat and Uncharted for its traversal and puzzles. Did you feel it kind of lived up to that Uncharted-esque nature? Now, granted, obviously, like, Naughty Dog experts in their craft, but...
0: Yeah, so the puzzles were really good. They had just enough difficulty to make it challenging. Mm-hmm. But it, I never got to the point where it's like, shit, I really don't know what to do here. Yeah. Um, now, I, I did touch upon this lot when we first spoke about it. There is a if you're stuck for too long, BD will be like, "Hey man, do, do you want some help?" Mm. And you get a you get a prompt on your screen of yes, ask right. BD for a hint. Um, but generally speaking, do you ever
1: have to use the hint?
0: No, no. So they were very, most of them were very straightforward. There was one pretty crazy puzzle with a bunch of moving balls. Yeah, I was with you. the multi levels and the that one was fun. That took a little bit to, to kind of think through, but. Most of them are great. Um, it was frustrating fighting enemies the first time and then you get the force power required to actually kill them very easily. Mm. Uh, the uh, the constructs, for instance, you fight the first, they're almost impossible to kill and then it's like, oh, if you just force push their core out, you can just like instantly kill them. Yeah. And you're like, cool. And then you verse them again and then force push doesn't work and you're like, well, hang on a second, what's going on here? And you take ages to kill them and then you get force pull and you can pull them out and instead of push them out and they're easy to kill again. So it, was, it wasn't was too bad. Um, I'm definitely glad I played it. Mm. It has zero replay value for me. There's, yeah. It's not like you can play it any other way than the way you
1: played it. Yeah, I the only way it can be replayable is if you want...
0: If you were one of those, I'm going to play it and not take any damage. Or, yeah, but
1: like um, it's, I guess in the main story, yes. Mm. But I guess the last part of the game is going from planet to planet and just clearing it out. Like, so the replayability yeah. comes in that Metroidvania aspect. So once you're at the end and you have every ability, you just go there and clear it and just tidy yeah. it up. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be very much. Like That's, that's the extent of the replayability. It's I, a super
0: I linear story. There are no side quests. There are no NPCs to talk to the ones that you can talk to have very limited dialogue of like one, maybe two sentences. And that is it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we have going to touched upon everything mm. there. So would you do, you, would, we don't do ratings here, but like, would you recommend it to people?
0: I'd recommend it to, uh, see, it's hard. So for, cause I'm, I was so upset with the ending. Mm. Um, I likened it to reading a really good book with a really bad ending. Mm. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, you will probably enjoy this game. Uh, if you enjoy difficult combat, you will probably enjoy this game. I'd play it. I'd definitely recommend it. But, it, yeah, it's hard.
1: Yeah, because so, as we're approaching the end of the year, and we are in game of the year territory conversations, like we every this, game...
0: This doesn't even crack my top five.
1: Yeah, so like, the, the argument is, like, where does this game sit? As it stands right now, I think about it, no. Yeah, it's, it's not even... Not a top three, no. Uh, I, don't, I don't know i have to look on my list again but probably not a top and, five. and obviously
0: because our our main discussion last week was the game awards this game is not going to be in this year's game awards mm. because it was
1: released after or on the day that the but the pre, like yeah because the embargo hit at a certain day uh therefore yeah there was no room to get it on this year's noms. and i don't think it's going to show up next year no certainly not um yeah, so a similar, to like it's a the parts of it, like it's, it's clearly taken inspiration here from a couple of big franchises, which is fine. You know, we, everybody, we are the sum of our influences. So you can't help but take things that you like. Yeah. So within that game, they took what was really good combat and what everyone applauds combat for, which is the Dark Souls stuff. They added some ease of accessibility. They've added some stuff to make it simpler and to make it a more enjoyable experience for the average player. Big thumbs up there. They had they took the cool traversal, traversal and sort of semi set piece moments from the Uncharted series. They didn't do it as well. Uh, whether they did it better than like even Tomb Raider, it's up to up to discussion because uh, it depends where you sit. Like I quite like the Tomb Raider games, mm. but I think the Star Wars nature here may put it ahead for me just because I like Star Wars um
0: the story was definitely the weakest part of this
1: game yeah so because there are some parts of the very much mirror uh tomb raider like hiding loading screens where you're squeezing through little uh narrow caverns and stuff um so they have taken inspiration from yeah tomb raider and uncharted um so like yeah it's not it's not an issue of like have they taken two things and done neither of them well like Mm. they've done both of them fine and yeah. there's enough there to bring it together and make a cool, uh, a cool and unique product in a mix, right? Yeah. Like it's not as if they mix them together and fuck both of them up. It's yeah. It's, it's a trying to explain it. Like the game's fine. I would recommend it. As I said, right now my stepfather's playing it. He's fucking loving it. And he doesn't. He, there's no way that he would like that combat. Like you would never get him playing Dark Souls. Just because mm. it's unfair. Those games are unfair. If you're not good at games. Yeah. He's, he's fucking old so it's not going to happen so we're here he gets to you know, he gets to enjoy that cool combat that he wouldn't get anywhere else um because he of accessibility um but with an interesting setting as well so I, I i i enjoy it i once again i'm not right on the end yet so i'm not too sure but overall it's pretty cool yeah like it's fine like yeah. it's not it's fine the, it's fine it's a fine game yeah but like the the constant performance issues are probably the one thing that's jarring me the most like text pop in as you mentioned slow a little bit of slow down here and there there are exact moments where you climb up a ladder or you're heading to an extra area and it goes,
0: well it's interesting you say that because i'm playing this on a peasant ps4 and you're playing on a pro
1: yes i'm playing on a pro on performance mode so I'm not even on high res like i'm playing the 10, 1080p uncapped frame rate mm-hmm. uh because i'd much rather cool frame rate than fucking shitty and looking allegedly crisp like yeah that's been a handful of times where it's going on. oh load 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 and you're back in
0: yeah so the the one time to-
1: fucking confronting <laughs> and stopping your gameplay
0: the one time that i fell through the map i think i think i know the cause of it and basically it was it was i'd finished the mission on on the on the world and your next mission is get back to your ship so I was just legging it. I was running past all the enemies. I just didn't get. I just didn't care. I just wanted to get back as fast as possible. And I think I ran through a loading point, and it didn't load properly. Uh. So the solid ground that was supposed to be solid was just not solid, and I just yeah. fell straight through. Well, yeah. That's- and then when the game
1: caught up, I went, "Oh shit! You're not where you're supposed to be. Kill you. Respawn you." And then everything popped in. Yeah. Now apparently this issue is across the board as well, not just on PlayStation. The like Xbox has the same thing. Apparently Xbox One X has it less, um, understandably. It's mm. big a big-ass grunt of, of a console, that's fine. But anyway, let us know what you thought of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, the game is available out now everywhere. PS4, Xbox, computer, PC. Um, well, cool. But so let's move it to a bit more of an exclusive with Death Stranding. Well, this is all you. It's all me, brother. I'm chapter three still. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. So I, I got, is it? I got credits on it this week. I, it took me about 43, 44 hours to go from front to back. Um, the game is so God, fucking good. That sounds like
0: such a long.
1: Like it, it, it sounds long, and there are there are certainly moments where it does feel long. So the game's pacing is a bit fucked in some places so the idea is you're on chapter three chapter three is like 40 percent of the game
0: yeah so chapter three is when it first hits its true open worldness yeah
1: where it's all about you know because there is that main story and a lot of chapter three is connecting nodes so to touch upon anyone that may may not know, so the whole idea is you got you go from west uh, east coast to west coast, and you are reconnecting the cities across America. By doing so, you're delivering things. You're connecting them to the to the UCA chiral network. So chapter three, the big part, chapter chapter three is about you connecting nodes. That's the whole point of mm. it. So you, sp- you you make a good hunk about halfway across America at this point, and you are just connecting places. Yeah. And by doing and while you're doing that, you're also just delivering other you know parcels, deliveries, other assorted crap, and as building up relationships. Now, I got into, I got into a little bit of the weeds on that because I kind of forgot of the main story because what I would do is I'd be like, well, I'll take the main mission. Uh, it's there. What am I finding along the way? So I'd pick up shit along the way and I'd, I'd take detours. I'm like, oh, well, I've got stuff for the, 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 the weather station. I'm passing the weather station anyway. Drop it off and then I keep going. So I never really just mainline the story. Mm so i'm sure there's some extra hours in chapter three that probably weren't needed i didn't I, I kind of inflated it myself yep um saying that though i really enjoyed it because like once I, as i'm as i was getting better and upgrading myself i was getting all these additional skills which i did truly think helped me in the late game like something as because when you do deliver you you are then rated you are given xp and points so you'll be like pre you know you've hit level in um Durability, you know, carry capacity. Yeah. You can now carry more things. You've now increased your balance. You've now increased more likes in the social space. Like, There's all these additional things that you gain extras in. So when the time comes later on, you're like, you're already, oh, I can carry more. I'm stable as balls. Like, there's just cool things that you are getting ahead of the yeah. final part. Um, once you do pass chapter three or maybe even four the story linears up like real fast um which i enjoyed because like i spent so much time in an open world i was like oh cool just deliver it to me and there are some times where you know a chapter is one small section of gameplay and some cutscenes, mm. um which i was like oh sweet done cool so each each chapter really focuses on a specific character yeah. um, and their involvement in the overall plot of death stranding overall plot still batshit which i loved but there's enough in the same way that metal gear works because it delivers this wacky shit in a really grounded way yeah because it is grounded in this post-apocalyptic setting and but but there there's enough science and real world accuracy in this bullshit you, you can so, suspend
0: it. It's so wild, though, because, like, you think to the Metal Gear characters, for instance, like, there's literally a vampire. Yeah, he's rad. Literally a, like, telekinetic kid that can yep. fly. <laughs> or pyrokinetic yeah, kid.
1: Yeah, there's a skull face guy yeah, in the, yeah, in the li- fifth one.
0: Like, you know, it's... It's it's funny because you have this suspension of disbelief that these characters could exist in such a grounded universe.
1: But in but in the context of the in the context of said game, mm. it works. Yeah, of course. Because if you if if you go into like using Metal Gear as an example, they can explain. They're like, why is this person a vampire? Like, oh, here you go. And like, rather than being like, they're just a vampire. Like, there is law. Oh, there yeah. is Stuff within that space. Like, not know we we simplified it to, for a, a point, but in the game, that context makes sense. Mm. It's like you know, an example is when you get introduced to, to, these are in trailers as well. When you see Hartman, you know, Hartman, he's a gentleman that only lives for 20 minutes and then he dies and then he comes back. So the high, he, this isn't a trailer' so It's not super spoilers, but yeah, a character named Hartman. He has a frib on him at all, point, at all times. He lives 20 minutes, goes into cardiac arrest. Three minutes later, psh, he's back in and he, li- he lives in 20 minute bursts. Now, initially it's just, I'm like, that's a very weird idea but then when you add it to the context of everything because mm. so you know he uses it as a way to explore and understand the beaches ah
0: cool because that, that's that's one of the questions i was going to ask you because i haven't finished yet but yeah. I'm, I'm super intrigued i don't want too many spoilers but um obviously chapter three you get to learn a lot about fragile
1: yep fragile's awesome F- by the fragile way. seems
0: like a really cool character from yeah. what i from what i've seen what i know Um, And she also, minus spoilers, she gives you the ability to fast travel. Mm -hmm. I rarely use it. This doesn't ruin the game because you cannot fast travel with anything. You lose all your equipment if you fast travel. Yeah. Um, But she says that she uses her beach to fast travel you. So do do you get an explanation of why everyone's beaches are different? Do you get an explanation of what that beach is? Yes and, yes and no. Because obviously your beach is quite different. You kind of just, you come back. She can teleport. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one person stuck on a beach yeah. and she's always there.
1: So there, are, what what you come to learn is that beaches in their simplest explanation is, it's almost purgatory. Okay. So as in, it's the beach is the that transition to, to death. And that's the problem that we're facing is this 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 beach is leaking into our world into this world hence the death stranding death are stranded on okay cool where we are we're on the the real world i have have a few follow-up
0: questions but i'll ask you after
1: yeah so as you drift in between them it's like yeah like whenever you die you go to you know because he is a repatriate he when he dies and goes to the beach he can come back from said beach Mm. right because it's kind of in the middle um now when, whenever a catastrophic event takes place numerous people will share the same beach however majority of the time you are you will alone will have a beach everyone will have their own version of purgatory even though majority of it is it, it is a beach but everyone's beach is different like it's not as if you know you get a beach and i get Safeway like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen like it's it's it, it, it's still within the same setup yep but then some some people can harness that 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 the, anyone with dooms can can connect that world between the death the dying and the living okay that's kind of what they're what that's alluding to right mm. um yeah because you are semi-doomed that's the point like you yep. never really die it's this weird kind of space to set up um what's it with that oh yeah fragile like fragile's rad man fragile's so cool and like she stands a longest way through and once again the the big point around death stranding is if you watch the trailers if you watch the gameplay demos you watch the characters things it's all out of context yeah in the in the best way so you're watching it and you watch this clip of mads and you you know we remember that first clip you see of like uh, guillermo del toro holding the babe holding bb and then you walk up and you see mads or the squad and you're, you're like where does this fucking fit how does this fit into the idea of delivering packages mm. Because out of context, it's just a cool, cool scene. And whenever you watch, whenever you, if if you were to look back at all those speculation videos and whatnot around those trailers, I guarantee you they are wrong. Yeah. Because with, with, with out of context, it's like. It opens up to all this crazy stuff.
0: Well, I mean, look at mm. look at some of the, the articles that were written before the game came out. Just on fragile, for instance, mm. a lot of people were like, "Oh, she's a woman, and they're calling her fragile. This is ridiculous." But then you play the game, and you learn that everyone is named after the job that they do. Yes, and she works for the company Fragile, and yes. that is why she is called Fragile.
1: Yes, but <laughs> yeah, which there, there's a great sentence that she <clears throat> that she so the it's lame, but it's, I, I kind of dig it. She's like, you know, I may be I may be fragile, but I'm not fragile. Mm. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, and then she punches someone in the face. (laughs) 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 It's just like, yeah, (laughs) she's so cool. Uh, And like, there's 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 so much around each of the individual characters here. So. Because the gameplay is in its essence so simple and it's a straightforward loop, it delivers shit there. And like the world is part of that difficulty. Mm. It's like, get there, try to traverse the world. So you're constantly given the roadblocks by the world, which is fine. But the, what compels you to move forward is the story. Yeah. It's in the same way a quote unquote walking simulator will deliver that. It, it's all about the story, not the actual gameplay. There's still enough gameplay here to be cool and unique. Mm. Um, you know, for the longest time, I spent a lot of it not being violent because that's the best thing about it. I'm like, there's no need to be violent. You know, if I just dodge, avoid the mules, and I'm all cool. There are missions later that force you to use weaponry, and you can get access to weaponry. Um, but I
0: mean, I was I was the same. I avoided the mules um, until they found me, and then I, you know, I would fight back. Yeah, and jack all their stuff. <laughs> I mean, if they're gonna steal from me, why not rob them back? But um yeah you know, i really need to get back into it like yeah. i must admit star wars honestly pulled me away from this game mm. and i wish it didn't
1: yeah so yeah because you, once you get back in you'll be totally pulled back in because the characters mm. are what is this because this is essentially a character story of like eight characters and that's it yeah. so they really focus like when you go to all these different knots and cities or whatever these distribution centers it's not about them mm. like they're part of the world and a lot of them are just cool cameos which is rad um i really enjoyed actually a couple of them um and when I, went, when I went through the credits those ones i didn't see yeah i'm like holy shit that person's in this and i haven't found it yet what the fuck mm. um so you focus on these main characters like each of them get given a good time to shine and given enough backstory to understand their motivations and who they are um saying that though because of the nature of what kojima makes a lot of it is in cut scenes a lot of it is exposition dumps um but i like that yeah, shit. yeah i'm fine with that like I love that shit i love it so like um dead man to- gives explanations. that's the one that looks like that's the one. that the character model of guillermo del toro it is awesome he's very cool backstory uh hot man even is that it's very interesting fragile is interesting mama her story is fucking exceptional um like Move Me to Tears level beautiful story Um, heart-wrenching but beautiful story Um, uh, Mads who made made a character called Cliff he is fucking phenomenal in this like yeah it's very fascinating because like you only see him in snippets yeah because I've only seen him in the in the like the residual memories from so what happens it's you know this isn't spoiler so he gets a cat, he gets a chapter that's all his and it pieces all those residuals together oh awesome so there's all these things that seem out of context, like what the fuck is the story here? And then one of the final, one of the the back end chapters is just like, here it is, awesome, awesome. And you just see it all in it, and then like, because you kind of left not really knowing or feeling about Cliff. Because you don't know where he sits, where he stands. Yeah, and then towards the yeah. So once they start piecing all those memories together, you go because you've already seen them. You already have a like your connection to them isn't new. So when they three thread them together, that's where the emotion comes in. Mm. It's actually really cool storytelling in that way. So it's like you're given all the pieces of the puzzle, and once you put the puzzle, you start feeling about that puzzle because yep. like you normally, if you see something brand new, you've got to process it then emote towards it. Where here is you're just emoting towards
0: it. So you've definitely decided that you're a Kojima fan, not a Metal Big Gear, time. not just a Big Metal Gear time. fan.
1: If this is the like I said, this is the things that he's done, and these things are, uh, are brilliant, right? Like
0: even even Metal Gear, going back to Metal Gear for comparison, that is quite
1: exposition heavy. Yeah,
0: when it when it needs to tell you the story, it doesn't shy away from telling you the story
1: yeah and I love that shit I love that shit mm. because it's like you know I'm a bit of a movie buff sometimes whenever I do get to see movies and so if, if exposition is done in, in, in a, a awesome way and it's not talking down to you and it's just passing information I'm fine with that I have no issue with that and because the characters here are, are compelling enough to tell you those stories it's totally cool um now I I mean as a burp up some lunch there is a character called you know Die Hardman mhm He's the gentleman with the mask. With the, yeah, he seems really straightforward um, at the start, and you are just kind of like, all right, you are the guy that tells me where to go, and that's what you're doing. Holy shit, does his character turn, um, not in a bad way, but just like what well, you think he's this sort of straight, boring character, and he's not giving you a whole lot. He is, he's essentially, you feel like you are the Preston dub, you know, of of fucking Fallout. You are just telling me to go to the next settlement. That's all you're doing. You're just like, go to the next settlement, bring him, bring him on as part of the Kyle network, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Later on, when you come to see his like, his connection to the overall story, oh my god! Instant gut wrenching turn. Like,
0: oh, I'm so going. There's
1: an exact. There's there is there is one scene that the, the gentleman whose name I can't remember, but I did tweet at him today. Actually, he put a tweet up and I responded to it. Cause I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, don't be. Uh, yeah, something like the the status. Of, the tweet was sent along the lines of. Um, Oh, you know, Die Hardman can be really annoying, whatever, whatever. I'm like, no, mate. Die Hardman fucking rocks. His name is Tommy Earl Jenkins. And there is one scene that he does with uh, with Sam that is just astoundingly delivered. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm hanging on every word. I'm feeling the emotion. I'm getting there. I'm almost fucking crying. It was just so much. So
0: just, th- just to get off topic slightly, going back to the Game Awards last week they nominated um mads and mads redis. and redis do you think redis is in there do you reckon he was a good pick over say cliff or
1: well mads is in there so or, uh, sorry there. not cliff over Don't um remember.
0: troy baker's character of higgs
1: of higgs Dude, Higgs is rad I haven't t- um I haven't now
0: i him. i haven't seen i've seen i've heard of higgs but i haven't seen higgs yet where i'm at um, um fragile has mentioned Higgs in her backstory but it yeah so because obviously you play you play as Norman and he is a very unvoiced character in a lot of ways
1: yeah there is there is a lot of subtlety in the delivery that I really that I kind of didn't notice initially but as you once again as the story unfolds you start to understand more about the character mm. and there are yeah maybe a lot of unspoken things that that um Sam does, um, which is probably understandable for where it obviously works.
0: not saying that his performance wasn't good. Yeah, it was still certainly good. Would you put someone else in there?
1: Troy Baker is rad in this, but the difficulty here is Troy's always rad. Yeah, and like he's nominated almost every year for performances Mm. so it's cool to not have him nominated even though he kind of may have deserved it if anything I would have put Die Hard Man in there instead because it's one of those situations of like you know that's subverting of expectations in a good way not the Ryan Johnson way so there's enough like you think you know this character you think you know how they work you think you know what it is but when you come to realize that as his character is it's all a mask yeah like and once that mask comes up and you see what's under that mask you are exposed to this incredible character and just depth that i didn't see oh i'm finishing this game yeah um before next recording but yeah like higgs (laughs) Higgs is rad as well like he the way he comes involved is is very different Mm. um but it's he because he's not the big bad
0: yeah, I had my feelings on that. I, I I haven't quite worked out who it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I won't tell
1: you who it is, but he's not the big bad. So he's a stepping stone to a to a bigger entity. Um I say entity as in like a like yeah, people, I, yeah, person or whatever. Know what so not, not and not like a giant creature, or nothing. I'm just using a word. <laughs> um it's a, it's the next step to into, into this this bigger yep. bad. Um so for for being that stopgap, he's very cool. A lot of his references are very fourth wall breaky. It's like, hey, you know, you granted your way here, you're ready for for a boss fight I'm like Nay. <laughs> and it's like alright ready for a game over I'm like hey, you. <laughs> Um yeah Troy Baker delivers on, like he's on point yeah. like, I got no base play it's like the reason I'm touching upon the characters more than anything because as I said this story is driven by its characters and what they have to say and what their parts are um, there is there is some as I said suspension uh, not suspension disbelief. There is, there um, is sub- subverting your expectations like as in as the story progresses where you think the story is going it kind of does go but um in a way that works and it it does there are it's a little bit metal geary here and there so it does kind of have that kojima left turn at a point where yes it's very much like, so yeah yeah it's yeah. Like yeah. you still, think it's going here and it goes and there's one but the best thing about the when it goes you go oh <laughs> and, and then you look back at the journey to the story you know the the road that you have taken and you go oh 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 fuck oh man because one of, you know one of the, one of the points is you know i asked you this question you didn't have an answer why is amelie always on a beach hmm. you're only you only ever see her in holograms and you only ever see her on a beach why you get an answer excellent yeah, that's fucking awesome, <laughs> awesome. awesome. um the best thing about death stranding for me is because i come into this game with low expectations i came in being like this game is batshit i'm um, like from the trailer once again out of context I'm like this is batshit but i because there's no connection here i'm not feeling it why is all this happening these, are, these seem like a bunch of random unconnected events or unconnected footage where does it come together is this just kojima sniffing his own bumhole? hole Although part of it, maybe, <laughs> I have come to realize that I may enjoy the smell of
0: his bumhole. So the same question you asked me: Would you recommend this game?
1: You, there's a lot of caveats. Yeah. Only because it is because it is not gameplay heavy. Yeah. It's difficult to recommend. Yeah. Like you, you have to be like there are a series of rollout questions beforehand. Do you like story? Do st- <laughs> you like story being the focus? Do you like, you know, uh, characters? Do you like expedition dumps? Like you have to ask these series of questions and if people happen to meet that criteria, you go, yeah, you might enjoy this.
0: Is it in your contender for Game of the Year?
1: It is my Game of the Year. It is your Game of the Year. It is my Game of the Year. And we'll have, cause we'll have a discussion in a couple of weeks because our last episode of the year is the 16th of December. And we'll be having our game, our Game of the Year discussion with you, myself and Josh. And we'll be, yeah, and I'll have to, and I'll defend it again. Um, (laughs) Because I said, uh, having. It's it's getting harder and
0: harder for me to defend control.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I really love that game. Yeah. Um, You're having, uh, you know, low expectations. And then coming in and delivering it and connecting all the, like all the things that i complained or that i was skeptical about going in it corrected those those skepticism it corrected those concerns um it was like you know this story's weird how does it all come together this is how it comes together I'm like, oh i love it how is this how can the gameplay just be delivering shit? it explains it and it makes it better like everything about the game kind of corrects itself now are there minor problems yeah probably like, do, you know, especially within that, there are some topics of, of conversation in the game that kind of may, you debate whether Kojima is the right person to be talking about it. Yep. S- especially because there are a lot of women things in here. Um, but especially as how Kojima has handled women in the past, with like characters of, uh, uh, she was in... Um, Whisper. Who?
0: Whisper from Metal Whisper? Gear Solid 6. That Five. Was it... Was it
1: Whistler? Silence. Whisper? Sil- Silence. Whisper, Silence. Silence. She was a silent character. Yeah, I think her name was Silence. Something sure? like that. I don't remember. I don't Whatever know. her name was in, Yeah, you know, the, the idea of her, you know... Blah, 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 blah. Here, side note, this game's incredible. Like, the exact quote... The quote I'll use is from, from our friends over at the Explosion Network. This is the most bisexual game ever. Because there's moments where it's like really zooming in on a lady's butt. And then, three minutes later, it is right in fucking Norma bumhole. bum hole. Like, it is... <laughs> Like, when, they, when he has a shower and they're all, like, fantasy shots of him, like, flexing and while he's washing and, like, there is just love for the human form here yeah. <laughs> in some ways. Like, yeah, weird zoom-ins on, like, you know, Norman Reedus's, you know, bits and body parts and his butts and... But then it's across the board, mm. which is very cool. Right, it's a weird line of, like, should everyone be sexualized? Like, well, sure, I guess. or well, maybe not. You know, it's, it's that weird, like, line, but at least everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going with that? I've forgotten I was going with that. Oh, I've brain farted so hard. I have one more. Call. Oh, being re- be recommended. Um, yeah, you got to check this couple of different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Coming in with all these different things. Yeah. Tackling issues you shouldn't talk about because there is a lot of discussion around here about life and death and and parenthood um, and and you know being pro-life or being pro-choice. Part like is it? It does touch very heavily on pro-life but at no point did I, did it feel that it was like throwing it at you and being like abortions are bad because in the context of the world dying is bad. It's this, it's this weird sort of setup. But, um, the, the game, I ended it with absolute fucking tears in a good way because there was a a moment that was just um, uh, emotionally satisfying. So I'm sitting on my couch just weeping. Um, because it just the la the, the last moments as it tied everything together and it was closing things down and it just left me in the best place all right i have, I have one
0: more question if you've if you've yeah. finished does this game end on a there could be another one mm. does it leave it open for another story to be told in the universe
1: well the death stranding isn't resolved okay it is but it isn't okay um so there's there's room to share the world yeah but there's no oh there is, like there's some things but I wouldn't be expecting a Death Stranding 2 anytime soon
0: okay I have one more question I have another question do you think we will see some Death Stranding stuff in Horizon Zero Dawn 2 just because of the throwouts that you see in Death Stranding, no, no.
1: I think the the benefit of Kojima and the way that Kojima tells his stories, um, and he's he's being he's very incredibly open to fourth wall breaking, as the only way that, that he can ex, he can explain why there are why I, I think there, there's holograms of Aloy and Longnecks and and the little uh, cool, cool walky yeah. dudes, you, you know, because within within the context of storytelling, of Kojima. Those, throw aside, those throwaways can make sense. Like there's a late, later when you, you find the, you know, when you go old junk, whatever you deliver it to people, it's an old position console. Like mm. there's a things, the little th- thingies yeah, in there yeah. that only work within the space of this cool. Game. Um, Yeah. And, you know, similar to like Metal Gear Solid Five, where, you know, there's a, if you die too many times, you get like a chicken hat. Yeah. There's an otter hat in here that you get given by Conan O'Brien yep because his character is a cosplayer
0: and that lets uh, let you swim a little yeah. bit better when you get when
1: you fall over in a river yep so there's that little bit moments of like stupid fucking weirdness yeah that I really like the game is so good absolutely so good awesome but let do know what you think of Death training because it is very polarizing like many people would have loved it many people would dislike it I can totally see why people would dislike it but it's a situation of like I think if you pass a certain point in the game how can you dislike it I, okay sorry I know I
0: asked you, would you recommend this to someone? You said that obviously there's a lot of point. Would you... Would you argue for someone to play it because... Okay, so if someone was interested in the story and they're like, the gameplay doesn't really look like it's going to tickle my fancy, would you argue for them to play the game and to push through to, to see the story? Or would you be like, the game... The, the quote-unquote gameplay will hold you up too much and you won't enjoy it?
1: Well, cause the game, the, the difference here is the gameplay isn't bad. No. Like if the gameplay was bad, then yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a game, it's a situation of like, if the gameplay was so horrid, but the story is really good, I'm like, well, fuck that. Mm. The gameplay here is good. It's just simple. And, yeah. and it's not it's not exciting it's yeah it's, 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 you're it's, walking
0: to the next cut scene
1: exactly and it's it's not like you know it's, it's not fast person twitch based shooting or nothing there's nothing in it delivering that level of action like you get mm. some shooty stuff later but the primarily it's walking from a to b with extra shit mm. but the world that they create it's it's what you want to explore you want to see things there's a lot of barren space but it's not They've ta- they've taken what would be barren space, like like uh, no man's sky, right? Yep, <clears throat> emptiness, and there's nothing in there, nothing of note. It's just fucking space. We're here by having the game be designed around delivering shit through difficult terrain. You are constantly aware of your surroundings in a good way. Yep, like you're never just traversing over across a wide open fucking field. Well, it's like you know, like because my same argument about, about um, Breath of the Wild there is just moments where it's flat ass nothing yeah and how is that compelling i it's not breath of the wild is not a good game um but you know we're here it's like yes it's the same idea because similar to breath of the wild there is you know if you
0: can see it you can go there you
1: can see it, you can go there um but there's a lot more hurdles here yeah yeah Yeah, that's fucking Um, but yeah, so to answer your question a bit bit more directly, yes, I would recommend it to people. Be like, look, push through the gameplay. It it, it is um, repetitive. It's simple, but you there are ways you can make it enjoyable. Like if you like like managementy sort of things you can manage how you deliver your stuff um if you like great sort of environments you can work around that yeah. you find ways and it's cool to traverse the world like granted once yes
0: crispy biscuit you did just hear that breath of the wild is a big game to be fair only he thinks that yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. part of it part of it is correct Part of it, I just like standing shit. People, like <laughs> the game is fine. Like, I, I, it's, it's not a ten. It, I,
0: it, I, I, will argue that it is not. I a agree 10. that it's not a ten, but it is. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Um. Not as old a Zelda game though. Yeah, maybe that's. <laughs> <the game>. Uh. <laughs> uh but yeah, there's enough, there's enough there to bring people forward, to yeah. bring people going. I think. Awesome. All right, that's enough about uh, Death Stranding and Star Wars Jedi Fauna. Let's take a look at the games that are coming out this week. And it's very long episode. Of, man, everybody, I think Josh. I'm the worst, dude. I don't. think most of our episodes have been two hours or longer. It's long. time. Josh. Josh keeps me in check. I could talk for fucking ever. He's the one that keeps because he's the one that you, has the you news. You saying I'm an enabler? Yeah, <laughs> you're totally enabling my ability to talk forever. Jumps on plane to Melbourne. I'm coming right. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk at the end of the show because we'll have a chat post show, but um I'll argue my points about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because you enable me and be like, I just want to fucking talk. I'm like, I just want to talk too. But where Josh keeps it structured because he brings the news, he keeps it straightforward, and he, he's the man with the plan. I must admit, Josh doesn't write essays for his news stories. Yeah, he dot points. I copy him because I'm lazy and I do it <laughs> just before I copy and paste directly from somewhere. All right, this, this is a section we call Coming to the Players. We tell you about what games are coming out this week in case you're like myself and you started just finishing up games the rest of the year.
0: Because our backlogs aren't huge. That's true. So these
1: are the games coming for December 3, 2019. Now, as always, this is the American drop, so not everything will release here in Australia. Maybe not on the same day. Ancestors, The Humankind Odyssey, PS4 Digital, out on the 6th of December. Hey, good thing about that one arise a simple story ps4 digital this is the one that we saw in the last state of play uh so set out set out on an emotional journey through the bittersweet lives of two people where memories come alive and time bends to your will lose yourself in moments of happiness and overcome every hardship as you relive your life's story a story of joy and sorrow a simple story what an awesome write-up i'm gonna play the fuck out of that game Big Pharma, PS4 Digital, out on the 5th. <laughs> big Pharma is a part business sim, part logistics puzzle. It's one thing to work in the lab affecting new formulas, but converting the sciencey stuff into cold, hard cash means bringing an engineering and business mind into the, into the problem. Factory space is expensive, and those fancy new uh, agglomerators and centrifuges don't always slot nicely together. It's essentially a big old uh, uh sim-y style game. I like thought like the name Big Pharma makes me chuckle. It's actually good. It's good. Blair Witch, PS4 Digital. Uh, inspired by the cinematic lore... Uh, a couple of games here that are really worth highlighting. Inspired by the cinematic lore of the Blair Witch, uh, experience a new story-driven, uh, story-driven psychological horror game that studies your reactions to fear and stress uh with just your loyal dog bullet by your sign navigate your way through a cursed forest that warps and distorts both time and space stand against the horrors of the blair witch and the decaying sanity of a man burdened by his past
0: did you play this on xbox i did play it on xbox was it fucking
1: awesome that was horrible oh
0: <laughs> uh just a shout out to crispy it's farmer as in P H A R. Not not farmer as in farming.
1: Yeah, farmer as in pharmaceutical. Yeah. Yeah. If it was Big Farmer as a big farming game, you damn right you're know that of my year.
0: <laughs> big Daddy Betson would be all over. Big that. Daddy Betson is
1: already hard <laughs> for that game. Uh Classic Snake Adventures, PS4 Digital out on the sixth of December. Cuisine Royale, awesome name, PS4 Digital. Can you read that one out? Is that like a cooking battle royale? Uh cause Cuisine Royale is a brutal multiplayer, last man standing shooter with realistic weapon, uh, mystic traps and demonic rituals. Draw bloody mystic seals, or conjure, uh, or conduct ancient rituals to, he- to heal allies, slow down enemies, set numerous traps, summon uh, zombies, and more. What
0: does that have anything to do with cuisine? No
1: idea. That is cuisine, right? C-U-I-S-I-N-E? Yeah, no, that's definitely
0: cuisine. That's why I am like, is it kind of like, um, like cooking mama, but battle
1: royale? That'd be awesome. Like- <laughs> why haven't no done that? <laughs> uh, Earth Knight, PS Four Digital. Fighting, Fighting Rage, PS Four Digital. Uh, Hatsune Miku VR.
0: No, we have to get this.
1: PS4, PSVR digital out on the sixth of June. No. <laughs> uh, Hero Land PS4 digital and retail. Immortal Planet PS4 digital out on the sixth of sixth uh, of December. Jigsaw Solace PS4 digital. Uh, Sagaya Scarlet Grace Ambitions PS4 digital. Uh, Simulacara, PS4 digital. The picture isn't really is kind of image. Uh, it's freaky because there's a weird smiling person in the background. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Simula, uh, Simulaca- Simulacra, Simulacra. Simulacra is an interactive FMV horror game that ex- about exploring a missing woman's phone. From the creators of Sarah is Missing, which is another cool phone game, where she's putting someone's phone, recover lost files, piece, uh, piece back corrupted data, and retrace her final steps. Find her before it's too late. That sounds rad. Uh, Ski-, uh, Ski Jumping Pro VR... Ugh. Space <laughs> yeah, Blaze PS4 it. Digital out on the 5th uh Stardust Odyssey PSVR Digital uh Star Ocean First Departure R PS4 Digital out on the 5th uh Tools Up PS4 Digital uh Tools Up is an exciting party co-op uh letting you test your renovation and teamwork skills paint walls tear off wallpaper and move couches against the clock <laughs> that sounds awesome home renovation has, ever, has never been so much fun now I actually saw this on the um uh key playing website I'll have to try now Tracks PS4 Digital out on the 2nd uh, Where the Water Tastes Like One PS4 Digital out on the 2nd Winter Sports Games PSV 4 PS4 PS4 Digital out on the 5th uh, Wizards of Brandal PS4 PS Vita Digital Cross Buy and that is it Standouts Fucked Fino Simple Story I guess that's probably the one that kind of jumps out to me the most uh, I might give Tools Up a look at because uh, I think I can get a code for it uh, there's there's some interesting things in there, nothing too uh, staggeringly amazing. However, anything jump out of you? No.
0: <laughs> Sorry, no, not really.
1: The podcast, my God.
0: Like Blair Witch was, <clears throat> uh, it just, I don't know, it didn't didn't sit well with me. I played it for like four hours and went, this is kind of
1: boring. Did you game pass it? Yeah. Oh, of course on game pass. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. it is on game pass. Oh, yeah. so, I sort of have game pass anymore. I did cancel my thing, but. that brings us to the end of this week's episode of For The Players this PlayStation Conversation happened on a Monday morning at 8am on your podcast services 9am on those YouTubes and we should mention if you do listen to this show and you do like what we have to say please go tell your friends uh, leave us a, you know, a star rating comment below saying this PlayStation show is awesome and the things it helps us we have been charting a lot more recently which is cool we keep cracking the top 200 which is not, 200 is not a lot but the amount of gaming podcasts that are out there I'm very happy to make the top 200 do the, do the like,
0: sub- like subscribe click my bell
1: yeah like subscribe notification you can. Get, what is it <laughs> notification squad i fucking hate that shit <laughs> but yeah if you do you know if you do like that and you also want to enjoy our other show young and the wrestlers uh you can do that by liking and subscribing here it immensely um, helps it does help a lot because um, we're in the middle of altering young the wrestlers a little bit again just kind of we're really trying to hone what we want to do so that's all well and good but if you want to join that wrestling conversation uh, nope if you want to join that pledging conversation head over to facebook.com slash group slash twitter discord all those links are in the description below harass me on twitter i, I i'm on twitter all the time just talking shit so i'd love for you to guys come hang out and chat with me uh, if you enjoy the conversation as it happens, just like Paul has, just like Crispy has, head over to patreon.com slash thepopculturist. We support us at any dollar value. You get yourself a nice little sneaky link where you can watch us record this show live. Uh, if you want to support us in a more, more one off fashion, head over to popculturist.com slash shopping by shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. We are also on a twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist. Fuck the final one I'm going to stream this week. That's Thursday. It's Sunday right now. I don't think I'm that far ahead. Uh, no. I
0: keep forgetting that you train Thursdays now, not Wednesdays.
1: Yeah, Wednesdays wrestling day, but that was so that may. Oh, no, that will still say, that will still say the same. Because even if we change that, young and the rest is going to work. That would still be the same day. That's fine. Through much yeah. Thanks again, Max. Anytime. Feeling in for Josh. so we'll have you at least until the sixteenth. Yep. Because uh, then we'll go, then we're going on our pre a couple of weeks off over the Christmas New Year break. Because fuck if I I did that break. I did that break hard. Um, and then I'm having a kid a week the week later, so I super need that break. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> if so Josh isn't back, <laughs> hopefully Josh comes back. He's had about what a month off now, almost two months off now. Well, this
0: is the fifth week in
1: a row for yeah. me. Here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just over a month off, which is very cool. I'll be very keen to have him back. I do miss him. We've seen we've caught up a couple times since, but I would like to come back and do the show with him. It, it's 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 fun. But you and I, the dynamic is fucking rad too. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but it's a different dynamic. Yeah, than Josh and I. Um, but yeah. I, I've been really enjoying these last couple of weeks. That's been. Try cool. to still love you too. <laughs> but until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper, and that was for the players. I think my son's right outside the door. It's almost like philosopher. <laughs> I can hear him. Like he's about to crack that door open and fucking eat me. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash and we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Haldies, Carl Dunn, Lee Windischauvin, Nathan Massetti. Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.